Hello, hello, hello. It is time for the next round of the USL playoffs. Uh, the first round uh, started off in exciting fashion for me uh, and then kind of tapered off into disappointment. Sort of ended up being a break-even weekend uh, when it was all said and done. I guess, I, I guess maybe like a tick above break-even because uh, the, the Oakland game did go cool, uh, pretty well for me. Uh, but the re that Saturday, goodness, I mean that. I mean, I just could not catch a break. Anything on Saturday. Uh, quick recap on what happened over the weekend. All right, uh, conference quarterfinals. San Antonio beats uh, San Diego Loyal two to nil. I had the over two and a half. We had two goals by the 25th minute and could not find a third. That was um, frustrating. Uh, but it's okay because the very next game. Oakland Roots go into El Paso and upset the uh, Locomotive one to nil. A game that I was heavily involved in. I had Oakland six to one. That cashes. I had Oakland plus one and a half. That cashes. I had the under three and a half, which I regret not having more on because the as I as it got closer to the game time, I was like I was like yeah, that's a bad number. Then I was it was getting closer. I was like that was a horrible number. Why? Like I was kind of frustrated with myself for not. Taking advantage of what uh, what I but you know hindsight's twenty twenty but here we are that game goes very well for me then we get into uh, the Saturday games and uh, I had Memphis and they did not show up it was a game where I was like not not like Tulsa I was just kind of wrong right like Tulsa did show up Tulsa scored some goals like I thought they would but man I thought they were going to be able to stave off uh, Tampa Bay a little bit more than they did uh, Tampa just pounds like trounces Tulsa six to two uh whatever I'm just wrong there Memphis I don't think I was wrong I just don't I think Memphis didn't show up goodness gracious I watched that game I was so frustrated they did not look like I like did you do you, you do know that if you lose here your season's over right like that was kind of my, my my attitude towards them uh so Tulsa and Memphis um I mean I was I was sold as Memphis as a dog um, that they could compete. And not that they would win, but I, I mean, I thought this would be a much closer game than it was. Uh, Tulsa, I just didn't like the number. That didn't get there. If that's fine. Miami, I mean, they fought and they fought and they fought and they fought. And then they, they did end up conceding a goal against a really brilliant uh, dribble and score uh, from Jorge Gonzalez in the 74th minute. It wasn't even mad, right? I was. It was so, like, you dribbled between defenders, gets a great shot off. And uh, look, I thought this might be the case where maybe it's one nil, two nil, something like that, um, for whatever team makes it happen. And Louisville City ends up making it happen. Um, so I wasn't too upset there, but and this is another game that didn't go my way. Uh, Orange County, Colorado Springs. Orange County gets a red card early, and usually a red card can mean goals, especially when Colorado Springs is the team that's benefiting from the red card. Um, and again, that doesn't, I mean, that, I had the over two and a half here. Uh, Orange County ends up scoring after conceding a red card. So they're down a man. They end up scoring. Colorado Springs, again, can't get a goal. Haji Berry has only had one goal in his last, like, six or seven games, including this one. That's it. That's it for the, for the 25 goal Golden Boot winner. Um, that's it. Uh, and, oh, well, we'll see how Colorado Springs. Uh, kind of recovers next year, but man, they fell flat for one of the more exciting offenses in the league. Uh, and then we have uh, Phoenix Rising and RGV, and uh, a game that I'm kind of kind of disappointed I talked myself out of. Right, I, I remember saying, "Hey, I don't really have much here. I think this is right." 
as it got closer to game time, I kept on thinking more about it and thinking, man, RGV is a 5-1 five, five and one dog. It doesn't seem right. Uh, but I talked myself out of it because my gut, my initial was like, I think this is okay. And they ended up pulling it. Not, um, they didn't get the upset so that I would have lost the 5-1. to one, But um, I think there might have been an opportunity there on the goal line that I missed. But anyways, RGV advances on penalties. The only game of the weekend uh, to go into uh, extra time at the, end of the, at the end of 90. And then, of, of course, the only, team to go, only game to go to penalties. And then Pittsburgh-Birmingham, I mean, this was probably the biggest disappointment of the whole weekend. Pittsburgh gets nailed with some COVID uh, violations, not violations, but people pop for COVID, and then they had to cancel. They, they have to forfeit the game. Birmingham goes on, and uh, I had a great number on Pittsburgh at plus 325. I thought, you know, had that game popped off, you know, it would have been, it would have been re- you know, redemption for me, but it didn't, and um uh, probably uh, one of the more – that definitely would have been the game of the weekend, uh, and we didn't get it. So as a fan, I'm disappointed. As a better who got a great number, I'm disappointed. Um, but I think I got away with something. If I could share this with you real quick. Uh, when I saw that the Pittsburgh game was canceled, I quickly went into uh, my account where I had that Pittsburgh plus 325. The number had dropped all the way to Pittsburgh plus 225, right? So I had like a dollar – um, I, I have a, a full dollar in, in value on this money line. And uh, obviously, you know, the USL isn't necessarily a league that these books are keeping track of, uh, you know, minute by minute. So I went in there and I cashed out for like $63 uh, of profit. <laughs> so I had my big wager in there. And then, you know, your cash out is, you know, before game time, your cash out, the cash out option is relative to what the line is currently. So if you get the worst of the number, your cash out option is going to be less than what you bet because you've lost some equity there. But I had a dollar in value. And so uh, I ended up cashing out for like 60, 70 bucks um, of equity. (laughs) And I think I got away with it. So that was the one benefit. That was the one good thing that happened with that Pittsburgh game being canceled is nothing happened. And I just cashed out on equity. It was great. Um, all right, let's look at these. Now I'm doing this today on Wednesday, by the way, happy birthday Marines to all my devil dogs out there. Um, doing this on a Wednesday because, uh, I'm going to be away from the microphone. Um, for a, uh, for a few days, I won't be back in front of the mic uh, until after the playoffs are done, I think. So going to talk about these now, even though we only have money lines li- uh, available. We don't have any totals, but I can talk in theory a little bit about what I like or dislike here. Uh, so let us begin. First, Tampa Bay Rowdies hosting Birmingham Legion. Tampa Bay, I mean, they look like a wrecking ball, right? Um, they're a solid team. They come in and look Tulsa. Tulsa probably was the weakest team coming in, so there there is that right. The, the, the overall, t- Tulsa probably was the weakest team coming in. But one thing that Tulsa did pretty did well in a lot of spots was be able to sit on the ball a little bit, like right? slow down scoring. But boy, they did not slow down scoring uh, with Tampa. Tampa gets six goals on them, absolute blowout. Um, this line opened, I think, around Tampa Bay minus 140, Birmingham a little over 3-1 to one, or around 3-1. to one. That's kind of where it is now. I think I see Tampa Bay at minus 150 in some spots. If you really look hard, I think you can find something a little shorter than that. Um, this is a really tough game to call because I don't know 
you know, who knows what they did with that extra rest, Birmingham, right? They, I mean, they were preparing for Pittsburgh, right? So it's not like they had two weeks to prepare for Tampa. They had a week to prepare for Pittsburgh, and then they had a week to prepare for Tampa. So while they have extra rest, I don't know if that extra rest really did anything more for them other than rest. And and you could argue that maybe it disrupts sort of the weekly flow of play. Um, I don't have data to back this up, so don't take this to heart. But I sort of picked up about mid mid season that extra rest wasn't as valuable in the USL as I thought it would be. I took a there was and that's a, that's on a short sample size of me backing teams because they have uh, significantly more rest than their opponent, and it never worked out the way that I thought it would. So I'm not backing Birmingham on the principle of extra rest here. I'm not going to back them in thinking that they can upset Tampa. But I also don't know if I want to lay this juice on Tampa to necessarily ups or not upset, but you know take care of Birmingham in 90. Right? This easily could be a one-one game going at the end of regulation. Right? I think we can all see that. So or we can all picture that happening. I'm not going to roll with that. What I am going to look out for, though, is I think this total should be two and a half. These are two teams that can control the ball, that can shut down scoring, and are kind of methodical in the way that they score. Um, Tampa, you know, you can look a lot of their games in their season, and they have low-scoring games against even sort of mediocre opponents. And I think it's just because they're just methodical in a lot of ways of, of scoring. And... So if this is a tick, if this is anywhere above two and a half, I'm taking the under, right? If this is two and three, is it, if this is two point seven five, if this is three, I'm definitely taking the under. If it's two point seven five, just gonna be a min bet on the under, right? Uh, but if it, if for some reason it's open th- opens three, uh, I'm definitely taking that, uh, taking a um, sort of a second tier bet, if you will, uh, on that under because I think this is. 2-0, maybe one way or 1-1, one, one. Uh, but there's a good chance that only one team scores in this game in, in either direction. So uh, I would take the under there if that's where it gets. Uh, Louisville hosting Charlotte. Charlotte, I've already bet. I bet Charlotte at 2-1 to one, uh, or plus 200 uh, on the money line here. You can find – I found that at uh, Golden Nugget Sportsbook. Um, I don't know if you can find – I don't know where else is posting these, but that's where I got it. Uh, look, Louisville is just going to embarrass me all the way throughout, um, the, the playoffs, I'm sure. Like, I'll have egg on my face, I'll eat some crow, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Louisville, uh, city is, but, but like I said, they, they, they barely get by Miami. Um, Miami really fought hard in that matchup. Uh, Louisville barely get, I mean, it, like, here's the thing. I can see this being one nil Lou city, right. Or, so, uh, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, but I still think plus 200 on a Charlotte team that looked very much in control against Memphis, Memphis is, um, an ability to really, uh, get into that game. Notwithstanding Charlotte looked great. Uh, and they're in really good form. I think Charlotte may be, Charlotte's probably the team in best form right now, going all the way back into the regular season. So, um, Give me the team that's in best form right now in the USL going into a team that I still believe is the most beatable of the elite teams, right? I recognize that Louisville is an elite team uh, or a top-tier team, however you want to put it, in the USL. I just think they're the most beatable. And I think Charlotte, who I think is still looking to be recognized as one of those top-tier teams, I think they're a team that can uh, knock them off here. This is another game that I think um, 
ends low scoring, right? Uh, Louisville, Louisville's defense is good enough to stave off a Charlotte offense here, uh, and Charlotte's defense is quite good. Um, I don't know which result is going to influence this total more, if the 1-0 win for Louisville or the 3-1 victory for Charlotte, but this is another game where if it's three or higher, I'm probably going to make a, take a bet on the under. Um, otherwise, uh, I'll just take my, if it's, if it's two and a half, it's even 2.75, I'm going to stay off of it. Uh, if it opens three or higher, I'm definitely taking the under. And, uh, I also like my Charlotte two and a half or Charlotte two to one, uh, as an underdog here. Um, I, th I think this is a closer to even match than this line is, uh, giving it credit for, um, It'll be interesting to see what the goal line uh, opens here. I mean, you might be able to catch a half or catch a quarter with uh, with Charlotte. That'd be even that'd be even better because, like, you know, you could definitely see this being nil nil or one one going in the ninety. But um, yeah, that's Louisville City and Charlotte, San Antonio and Rio Grande Valley. Uh, where did this open? Rio Grande Valley, I see, as high as plus two fifty. San Antonio is around even money. Um, look, Rio Grande Valley is the is the Cinderella of this of this playoff right now. Um, they came in sort of they, they came in with the with earning their playoff spot right in the last week or two of the regular season. They upset Phoenix um, and they really fought hard for that. Um, they could be coming. They could come in here high as a kite and and give and give San Antonio a run for the money, or San Antonio can just be the solid team that they are and be like, yeah, this, the buck stops here. The thing is, these teams have played four times already this season, which isn't the case on the other two, other two games. I think in the other two games, neither the neither those matchups have occurred yet this season. This is the fifth time these teams will see each other, um, and there has been. Uh, San Antonio has won one, RGV has won one, and they've drawn the other two. This is a close matchup. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. This is one of those divisional matchups that you see in sports where it doesn't really matter how good or bad the team is. They're just so familiar with each other. It's got to be a close matchup. Um, I just can't bring myself to take the favor of San Antonio for that. And San Antonio had pretty had it pretty easy against San Diego. I mean, that was sort of they scored two goals early and they just kind of coasted, which is one of the reasons we didn't get a third goal, I think. Um, so who knows sort of uh, who needs what here? Uh, this isn't much travel. Um, the one the only the only angle I'm gonna play on this uh, is both teams to score. I think we do see a goal from both teams here. Uh, both teams are capable of scoring against each other, that's for sure. And in every game they've had this season, they have both scored. If this opens at minus one fifty or less, I'm all about it. Um, I'm all about uh, both teams to score here. A market that I've kind of neglected for a while. Uh, and I'm not really quite sure why. I just kind of there was a couple weeks where I didn't really think about it much, and then I kind of got out of the routine uh, of incorporating it. But yeah, give me uh, give me both teams to score minus 150, minus 150 with the implied probability of 60%. So what I'm saying is I think there's a better than 60% chance uh, that both teams are going to score in this. Um, and so give me give me the minus one uh, minus 150 on both teams to score here. Last but not least, we have the Orange County SC hosting the Oakland Roots. Oakland came through for us as a six to one dog. I just that was um you know I think Oakland got slept on here. This is a really tough matchup to um uh to handicap because Orange County 
suffers that red card. They have to put it. I mean, and you know they have a whole week to rest here. But my goodness, I mean, they, I mean, uh, Damus and, and another you know other sort of key players were just running their butts off in that game um, uh, against Colorado Springs to stave off uh, scoring and to finally get one there on their own. And Oakland, you know, not that there wasn't a lot of effort put into holding off of El Paso, but it was a much more controlled game. Um, I think Oakland's probably the fresher team here, but it's, I mean, Orange County's right there with Charlotte as being one of the hotter teams in better form. Uh, and Orange County, I mean, they look like they're the team to beat, to be completely honest. Uh, coming into the playoffs, how they played last week. Um, I can't bring myself really to do my, I did take Oakland plus 265 because it was available at Golden Nugget. I wouldn't take that any lower than plus 250. And I only took that because I think Oakland will do a good job of keeping this into being a low scoring game again. Um, and so give me plus 265 with a, with a low scoring game with a team that I think has a punching chance. Uh, I wouldn't take it lower than plus 250 if you want to get on that bandwagon. I don't think El Paso was ripe for the upset. They had been setting that up for weeks. Um, as disappointing as that is, because I thought El Paso, you know, I, w I made a good case for them maybe three quarters of the way through the season that I thought that they were the team in the West. And then they really fell flat. And going into that, that week, I was like, man, they're just, this is, they're ripe for an upset here. And it happened. Orange County's not in the same boat. However, Orange County's not in... They're not in the best position, I think, to play their best game against Oakland. And I think Oakland has to have all sorts of confidence uh, on executing a good game plan that beat El Paso. So, I took the plus 265. Um, that may be the only bet that I have here. And I may just root that in. And if it doesn't get there, that's fine. Uh, I got the best of the number, I'm sure. Um, I think that's it, though. I think uh, I think that's really all I'm looking. I mean, there's only four games. I'm not getting. Uh, I don't have any games where I have like multiple angles and bets. Just sort of sort of the one angle on each game, and the Oakland game I think is more of like a number grab than anything, um, based on. Uh, now, if if money does come in on on Oakland, um, nah, I was gonna say maybe I might take uh, you know Orange County as a pick them, but it won't get that low. So I don't even know why I'm even why I'm even thinking of that. But um, yeah, that's what I like in this week's game. Um, if you are in a survivor pool, I'm in a, I, I, I've uh, I've started to participate in a survivor pool here. I took San Antonio in round one. Um, I you know I don't want to use Tampa because well one I'm not I'm not sure that's as much of a lot but I also I want to keep Tampa for possibly the um uh you know I th I think I might have to go Orange County here as weird as that is even though I have Oakland for survivor reasons I think I would have to choose Orange County or Charlotte I might I may choose Charlotte um even yeah I think I think I'm actually gonna go with Charlotte because. If Orange County gets through, I like Orange County. I mean, Orange County and San Antonio. If that game happens, that's going to be a really good game. Uh, if Louisville get through Charlotte here and Tampa prevails against Birmingham, I may have a lot of money on Tampa if that happens. Um, but, yeah, I think Survivor, I think I have to go either Charlotte or, or Orange County. 
Um, my bet on Oakland notwithstanding. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. Good luck with all your bets. Have fun watching the games. We'll be back next week to talk about the semifinals of the USO playoffs. <laughs>